Hey everybody, welcome to the Oscars, hosted by the Pandora Theater. I'm Clint Chaffer. And I'm Chad Weeks, and we're a couple guys who like movies and like to talk about movies. Clint, might I say you're looking pretty dapper over there. Well, thank you, good sir. That's uh, because this episode is brought to you by Ducky's Formal Wear in Gelsberg, Illinois. And they dressed me in this beautiful purple-lined Michael Kors tuxedo so uh i'm feeling good this evening so as you should my friend as Chad, you should. you're looking very james bondy over there so what are uh, <laughs> well, what are what are you dressed absolutely in? that's probably the best compliment you can give a guy right there so uh i actually am wearing a jean eves number okay this is a jean eves number and if you're interested in getting some uh some formal wear for your upcoming wedding uh prom homecoming whatever it may be stop in and talk to diane vandesant at uh, the galesburg location of ducky's formal wear she was a great help Oh, Diane was such a pleasure to work with. We stopped there. It was an incredibly busy day with all the kids yeah. uh, getting all their stuff for prom. Uh, and she was more than helpful for us. And I tell you what, she has us looking good, Chad. She sure did. Yeah, absolutely. Bring, Took a lot of time with us and helped us out with a lot of things that we didn't. Hey, bringing the slim fit look to the <laughs> podcast here. That's what's absolutely. happening. Absolutely. Love it. Well, hey, with that, grab your popcorn. Fill up your drinks. And enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Oscars, hosted by the Pandora Theater. Chad, there's a lot of action going down there at the, the red carpet. Uh, what's your thoughts this year on all the nominations? Yeah, so uh, I guess the, the big thing for me is that this year, I, I can't say there's any movies that I just absolutely can't stand. So like Nebraska's not on the list. Yeah, no, no Nebraska, no Roma, <laughs> none of those type of movies. These were all, they were all really good movies, I feel like, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't get to I didn't get through the entire list, uh, yeah. but I, I got through a majority of them, and I have to say I was uh, incredibly impressed this year, yeah. right? Uh, especially with you know unique year that that we had in twenty twenty. Um, a lot of these are streaming services movies. Yeah, so it's a lot easier to, to they're more accessible, right? So uh, for the casual fan, this, this is a great time of year to be able to watch. This is the first year where ninety percent of these movies you can you can go out and stream them right now. I mean, a hundred percent of them you can. You just might have to be able to pay for them or whatever yep. to whatever at some capacity. But you can watch all the movies in the Oscars this year, so everybody should be able to ca caught up. You know, like usually it's like you have one that's just in theaters or it's it, it you know barely hit theaters and you have to wait for it to be on DVD. Yeah, a limited like release before the Oscars, so they correct, even, which was you know, always really get here. Right? Yeah, which is really frustrating to me because you want to watch all the movies. Like, well, I have no way possible unless I drive to Iowa City, which is for us is like an hour and fifteen minutes away to go see this movie and it just it never made any sense to me well even you know on some of them i think uh was it uh judas and the black messiah i think uh i think that hit theaters but it also came out on hbo i think right, you're right at the same time i think you're right which again made it to where if you have hbo max you could you could watch that film was that one on hbo max because I yeah, thought yeah no that's where i watched it at yeah okay yeah right. so it was on uh, hbo max for a limited run Oh. Uh, and then they removed it off of HBO Max, and now I believe at least the last time I looked, you got to rent it through like Amazon's twenty dollars. Yeah, it was twenty bucks, watch. and that's why yeah. I, I was uh, I was trying to crunch uh, the last two movies that I hadn't seen was Judas and the Black Messiah and Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. And the deciding factor of another me, good one. Yeah, the deciding factor for me was the twenty bucks for the for Judas and, and uh, free on Netflix for uh, for Ma Rainey. <laughs> so I'm like, we'll go with that one, but. Yeah. Uh, so let, let's talk about, let's go through the, the best pictures, though. Let's talk about each one of those a little bit. You got time for that? Yeah, no, absolutely. All I right. think that's what we're here for, right? Absolutely. So first on the red carpet is... The Father. The Father. All Ooh. right. 
What are your thoughts on this one? So The Father was a, was a movie starring Anthony Hopkins. Yep. Uh, and it's about a basically a man who's struggling with dementia, but it's being told from his perspective. So Yeah, it's kind of through his, uh, his point of view, right? Uh, which, uh, if you don't understand that going into it, it's really confusing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and because and a lot of things, I mean, if you think of somebody going through dementia, there's a lot of things that are happening that, uh, you know, that only they see right yep um and so to get your head wrapped around that in the first i don't know probably half hour of that movie um that that was that was probably the biggest struggle right but uh but the acting of anthony hopkins as always absolutely phenomenal yeah i i think anthony hopkins uh olivia coleman was the was the daughter on there um but i think anthony hopkins really really sold this one because i mean man uh especially when you you know him as such a I mean, such an honorable actor. Like he's oh. been, he's been at the top of his game for so many years, and he's been this uh, specimen of acting. He's been, a, he's been an example of acting, and now he's yeah. doing this more vulnerable role. And I really, really liked the way he portrayed it. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, you know, you bring that up like that vulnerable role, right? Um, it's, it's one of those where this is, uh, and we've seen it through a lot of, lot of actors. I think of like, uh, you know, watching some of the movies from Michael Caine and Robert Duvall and some of those guys, right. As they kind of progressed into their kind of their, their later years. Right. And this was that role for Anthony Hopkins. Uh, he's not Odin in this one, right? No, uh, King. (laughs) (laughs) you know, and, and so it it was an interesting, uh, interesting play. I, I almost look back and it's, uh, it was very similar to again, Robert Duvall and the judge, uh, was that kind of a role. Right. And, uh, the last, I'm going to say probably 15 minutes of this movie. Ooh. Incredibly hard to watch. Yeah. So, uh, so I totally agree with you. Like it's very, it's very brutal. It's almost, I, I don't want to give too much away from it, but it's, it's very, it's a very realistic thing that I think a lot of people are dealing with. And maybe it's, it's something that will give you an idea, you know, I mean, and I'm, I'm sure a lot of people try to understand that, but it's, it's, it's very telling the way he, the way it's through his eyes and that sort of well, thing. There, there were two things that really stuck out while watching this movie is, and and luckily, I guess, and I haven't I haven't had to personally, you know, yeah. watch this happen uh, to any any of my loved ones. Uh, th- thankfully for for that. But one of the things that it opened up my eyes to is um, the reality that that the individual going through it has. Yep. And then the second part of that is the impact that that has on the family. Correct. Right. And uh, and some of the things that are said and and the things that are just happening that. Um, so much of it you couldn't you'd have to grow a pretty thick layer of skin to just say this person's going through a lot i can't take everything at face value right and and i think that it's it's a welcomed approach to it too like we had the judge like you talked about and that was a that was a good angle on it but i feel like this is a very welcomed approach because it's so much it's from their perspective instead of just seeing the family seeing him it's it's him it's what he sees how things and it's 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 perfect. I don't, mean, don't you almost feel that to some extent it, it's almost similar to Joaquin Phoenix and the Joker, right? Like yeah. it, it was almost like yeah. that, that similar great... path of, yeah. uh, of kind of what was kind of happening. There, in, there were in little their clues, to the broken reality as yep. you went through that. Like, like Caleb pointed out the door, like that's the same door. The doors changed here and it's this one. And there were little things here and there that you could point out that was just pointing to a broken reality, just like the Joker, like you say, like the clocks on the wall and that sort of thing no. that just lets you know we're not dealing with something that's completely the way it seems, not at face value. But 
Yeah. So, so what what is your overall thought? That's a uh, recommend to watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, like uh, like a lot of movies like that, right? That uh, that I would say are are deeply emotional and and touching. And like I said, at the end, incredibly hard to watch. Uh, some of those movies to me is I, I would rank them as uh, uh, they're almost too real. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, definitely worth a watch. But probably that's it. Just once. Probably one once. One watch. I get that. Yep. Like I, I will probably. Ju- I just don't know if I want to endure that any yeah. anymore. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. All right. One watch. I agree with you on that one. But Anthony one Anthony Hopkins. Uh, I'm going to. I, I would state this has been his like best acting role since Hannibal Lecter. Like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just he was phenomenal in this. Yeah. And I want to talk about the the best actor too because like I. I mean, he's got to be in the conversation. We'll, we'll oh, get to that in yeah. a little bit. But um, okay, so uh, uh, next, Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah, yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah was uh, was a really interesting interesting take, right? And and what was what was fun about this? Uh, it, when, I, haven't, I haven't seen it here. So when you watch uh, Trial of the Chicago Seven. Uh, and then we'll also watch uh, Judas and the Black Messiah. There's a lot of ties, yep. right? That uh, that start going uh, going in. Uh, but this is really, I mean, this is um, a, a true story about uh, yeah. by the leader of the uh, of the Chicago uh, uh, Black Panthers, uh, Fred Hampton, yep. and basically a, a low level petty criminal that gets caught uh, stealing cars, right? Yep. And basically gets gets told either he's going to go to prison or he has to go on the inside of the black Panthers and, and be an informant. Right. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, I got gotcha. you. And so that, if you think about the, 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 the title of this movie, Judas, the, that's the disciple that, that turned on Jesus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's Judas and the black Messiah. So the Judas in this is, uh, Bill O'Neill. He okay. was the he was the, uh, the the criminal that basically got the trust of Fred Hampton, uh, did all of these things, you know, to look like he was helping out the Black Panther Party yep. at that point in time, and ultimately was there to uh, to completely sabotage it. Absolutely, right. So uh, Fred Hampton, he wasn't was he the one that was in? He was the leader, so he was the one in the Chica- tri- trial of the Chicago Seven, but he wasn't the one that actually went to trial. Is that correct? Yeah, he wasn't the one sitting in trial. I'd have to. I can't uh, remember what his name was, uh, and I hate to put you on the spot like that, but, <laughs> but I totally did. And I I should have should have mentioned this, but um, but because I, I know that there was some some overlap there on that. Um, that was Bobby Seal. Bobby Seal, yeah, Bob, yeah, yeah. Bobby yeah. Seal yep. was the one uh, that was in the trial. Of, yep. he was on trial. Now, yeah, the, yeah, Abdul. Um, Mathen, I think, is what his name was. So the interesting part on Judas and the Black Messiah, the picture that they drew of Bobby Seale all shackled up, right, Um, or bound up, however you'd want to word that, uh, that is in Judas and the Black Messiah. Really? That picture is. Yeah. Okay. Because this is all happening at at very similar times, right? Well, yeah. I mean, I think they both tie into each other, which I think is very cool. They are both nominated this year for – for the best pictures. Yeah. The other part on Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, Jesse Plemons, is yeah. uh, he's the guy off of, like, the only place I can really remember him is the the creep off Breaking Bad. Oh, he's, um, he's the creep on, like, every movie. He's also the creep in uh, uh, the, game, the, the, the movie about a game, Game Night. And ah, uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I think he's in another movie with uh, the same cast, and he's even creepier. And I don't want to go into that one too much because it's very... 
But the interesting part about his, you know, you immediately hate this guy. I hate him. I yeah. can't stand to see him. I don't think he could play a role that you're not going to hate. No. Nah, right? Which nah. actually, I, I go to say, it shows that his acting ability is phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, it is it is great. Is, is his acting ability that, that good, or is it just a punchable face? I think any time that you hate somebody <laughs> because of the roles that they play, it means that they are a phenomenal yeah, actor. Yeah, I agree, but I just I also just think... Uh, yeah, he's got a very yeah, punchable, his punchable face. face. Probably works into that. There was another movie that that uh, Kayla and I just recently watched that had him in it, and it was all about uh, about his his going into into like psychosis type of thing, actually. Oh, and it was a very interesting. I can't think of the name of the movie right now, but also it's just I can't stand to see him. <laughs> yeah, no, and and so again on the on the the plot of this, and and there will be a, a few like touching on spoilers here um but without getting into the actual movie itself what you do find out at the very end uh again it's based off a off a true story right mm -hmm. and uh so they end up interviewing uh bill o'neill at the uh at the end of it and this like is the real bill O'Neill. yeah this is probably in the 80s like 89 yeah. i think maybe 86 I, I can't remember what the what the year was but it was in the 80s and he did an interview uh and basically stating that uh you know kind of his his role in that and uh ultimately like shortly after that like just a few days afterwards ended up committing suicide so wow but uh i mean it was a it was a powerful story so 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 did you did you feel like this i mean it took its toll on him obviously i mean if that if he committed suicide yeah, was that the reasoning you think? No, Just yeah, I mean, I think there was a lot of things like that, a betrayal, like the yeah, there was... there was because he was he he got high enough in the ranks and he got the the trust of Fred Hampton to to get high enough in the ranks uh, that there was a, a few spots that he played a key role, yeah. but he also played the primary role in the ultimate demise of of Fred Hampton though too. Yeah. So I mean, there was just. It was a lot of ups and downs. Uh, you felt, you know, bad for different characters for what they're going through. But uh, in the end, it's like, man, uh, if you get under the thumb of of law enforcement like that, like it just shows that there's uh, it's a powerful piece, right? Yeah. So it's basically a lot like uh, like Fast and the Furious, where he's in too deep, and the next thing you know, he's he's. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not. <laughs> you know, I just don't know if you want to go on record uh, comparing Fast and the Furious to Judas and the Black uh, Messiah. No, no, so. no, I, I get it. Uh, but, but great no, movie. Yeah. So, uh, so I should watch that. But I'm going to Absolutely, watch it. Yeah. I'm going to watch uh, it. I've got until I would say it's well worth the watch. And uh, unlike the Father, this is something I'll probably rewatch at some point in time. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, just rewatchability then too. Yeah, there is a rewatchability piece to this. Uh, I think there's a lot of little clues and stuff that you can pick yep. up on. Uh, the other piece to that is uh, it's a part of our history, and uh, just to oh, yeah. understand that uh, a little bit better. Uh, hey, it's, it's yeah. always cool to cool to go through that. So yeah, absolutely. So I will definitely watch it before the before the Oscars. I just haven't had a chance yet. So uh, like I said, I mean a lot of movies here. So uh, so with that, you want to move on to the the trial of Chicago Seven since they kind of tie into each other. Yeah, yeah. Uh, man, I I would say another. Uh, I mean, a star-studded cast. Yeah. Right. Star-studded cast because we've got well. First off, Sasha Baron Cohen, who man, he was good in that. This is the first. Before we get too deep into it, this is the first streaming movie, right? Like this was produced by Netflix, right? Uh, yeah, this would have been produced by Netflix. I think this is a this was a a streaming specific uh, specific movie. If if I'm not uh, totally, uh, I, which yeah. which is just kind of. That's a new thing for yeah. for movies, right? Yeah. Of having the the producing company being a streaming yeah. service. So yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, 
Yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. Um, he played the role that you wanted to continue to keep seeing him on screen. Yeah, and and it was one of those where it was just lighthearted enough for his character and just serious enough as well. Well, and that's just it. I know this movie was a very serious movie, very serious subject, and like it was, I mean, it, huge, huge ramifications uh, for history itself. But but in the same sense, like. I don't know that there was a movie on the list that was much fun that, that we're going to be talking about here that was had as much fun as what as what Trial of Chicago Seven was because of the fact that it had Sasha mm. Baron Cohen, promising young. Woman I knew you were going to go there. Has more fun, and I get I get that yeah. too. I, I was going to if, yeah. if there was another one to challenge it, it'd be dark that. fun, but it's yeah, fun. Yeah, yeah. So. Um, but no. Uh, also, you have uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who I I was just recently thinking like, what happened to Joseph Gordon-Levitt? He was so big. I mean, like he was at the top of his game and then all of a sudden he just kind of faded off and now he comes back and he was the the, the lawyer uh, the prosecuting attorney on this yeah you know, I don't I probably don't I couldn't tell you exactly where uh, old uh, what JGL has has been here but uh, I, I would think that he is probably not dropped out of any uh, any limelight by any means he's probably I could see him he's got to be directing or he's got to have some uh, I would sure think so I he's, he's got to be doing something I just I mean, haven't the, heard as much from him as, as I yeah, have that that guy is incredibly talented oh yeah absolutely and he, but the, I'm just saying like at one point we had a new jo uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt movie like every six months just yeah. hammering out and he was the lead actor in all of them and I don't know it just kind of stopped all of a sudden yeah. uh you also have eddie redmayne who uh is quickly becoming the guy that's like if you want to want oscar put eddie redmayne in your yep. movie and he'll uh, he'll get you one of those i i loved the uh the going back to sasha barrett cohen and the uh the uh who, who was the main guy uh the, who, who made who played the the main eddie redmayne Ed, I would eddie say redmayne yeah. yeah yeah would be the uh would be the primary guy there uh, the chemistry between those two, yeah, as almost antagonists. And yeah, and and I enjoyed it when they realized that uh, he made a grammatical error in his in his in the in his speech. Do you remember that? Uh, like the way that he he worded it was, um, yeah, I, I, I'm not yeah, gonna be yeah. able to word it right, but like he left out a word, which makes it like he he left out R. Yeah. And, and so he's going to say, spill the blood, right, uh, in the streets when he was trying to say, spill our blood oh, in the streets, yeah, yeah, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you remember that, yep. like, it was a huge moment because mm -hmm. that was a, a key thing of what Did the trial was yeah, yeah. was about. And and to see Sasha Barrett Cohen, his character, uh, finally get it, and truly you've seen the respect between the two yep. men because he's like, I have watched every one of your speeches. I have read every one of your papers this is what you did. Yeah. I understand what you did. And at that point, it was the first time that you actually kind of seen those two come together. And yeah. it's like, they and don't, it, they don't hate each other. They truly respect each other. Yeah, exactly. And in the same scene, it's like, they could almost go into a actual fist fight here, but it's because they respect each other. And that's, it's very cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was a, a lot of powerful moments in there. Um, the other piece that I would state there is the, the judge was just a total piece of crap. Oh, like, how can that be allowed? Like, I mean, like, I, I, mean, I know it wasn't, but like, it, uh, uh, Frank Longellas uh, is who played the judge, and and literally the whole time it's like this can't be real, this can't be what really happened, and by God, <laughs> it was it was factual. Like, I, I I can't believe that this yeah, is a true story. It's, 
it, it just goes, I don't know, like on that aspect, it's, it's, uh, it, it felt like the judge up there just not listening to any facts and just trying to, he was trying to be the prosecutor. Yeah, he was, he not, was trying to, he know. was just trying to be the, 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 well, the, the chief, the, the commander, he just wanted to be, wanted to be heard. I don't know. Yeah. Just very. And then, I mean, and we touched on it on Judas and the black Messiah to, to literally put somebody in ropes and and cloth or whatever that was that he was tied up with but just literally bounded up somebody in the courtroom oh man yeah i mean that's just that's what you know yeah it's there part of our history right there so yeah um but great movie by the way great movie yeah fantastic movie um the i think that is the easiest movie on this list to watch as far as like just it's the most uh like if there was a blockbuster on here you know something that's easy for everybody to watch i think that would probably be it right yeah, I can see that. I like the I like the cinematography too. I feel like they did a lot of uh, back and forth with the way that the they uh, the angles they used with the camera. They the way they they went back and forth on the the riot scenes and stuff like yep. that. I I really like that. So I I think this is probably like the most watchable movie. I I, I would put that as a rewatch as well. Yep. Uh, it's on my list to rewatch because I again there's so many point of views. Yep. And there's a lot of storylines that are kind of all going on at the same time that I'd like to go back and exactly catch knowing back up on. knowing re- hearing the first story after you know what the last story is exactly that sort of thing. yeah we'll help yep. you out with that so yeah totally agree um, so next we've got uh, Mank let's go with Mank Mank yeah so I watched about 15 minutes of this movie and then I I just decided that I was gonna let you watch it yeah yeah so I watched Mank uh, my wife and I watched that one uh, I enjoyed it I think it was a good movie uh, although. Again, uh, Mank is a is a movie about uh, uh, Herman Mankiewicz, uh, and as he's writing the movie, uh, what was Citizen Kane? Citizen Kane, yeah. yeah. So, have you seen Citizen Kane? See, I think so. I haven't, right? And that's like supposed to be like one of the greatest yeah. written movies like ever, right? Yeah. Um, I think had I had I watched that and had some appreciation mm-hmm. to Citizen Kane, I think Mank would have been a little bit easier to watch. Yeah. But you watch it with no context on that and yep. it's like it just it just didn't have the the hold me in power so so here's the thing so uh, uh that's on our movie poster you know we i got yeah. you that so um it was on ours uh kayla and i watched citizen kane and then we watched mank you know kind of as a you know uh follow-up or as a lead into and uh and first off citizen kane like good want, movie, yeah, great movie. Right. You want to talk about? You know, like a four-hour movie, though. Oh, I don't think it's that long. Oh, I, I think it I like, think it's probably three hours. Okay, uh, but but you want to talk about a movie that is is uh, all about cinematography? It's that one. It's very good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um, it's it's really good. Uh, but anyway, regardless, this movie kind of had the same tone to that. So I think that would be one of the reasons why where you can see a good tie between the two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just the, the there's an artistry in there. I would not say that that Mank is like a great movie. I just think that it was it was a good movie, and there was some a lot of artistry. You know, there's yep. a lot of that. There was a lot of cinematography, uh, that sort of thing. That's the one thing that I could definitely tell. The and, and what I did enjoy about my you know 15, 20 minutes that I that I did watch of it. Uh, there is an appreciation there that I would say, A, again, it's a documentary, right, yep. that uh, in a movie format, which I, I think is really interesting. Um, I, I would like to eventually finish watching it. Uh, the other thing that I could say is is watching it, of course, it's in black and white, yep. right? Um, it's better than Nebraska, so at least it's yeah, got that yeah. going for it. <laughs> uh, but uh, I, I could tell that there was a lot of focus to make sure that they were bringing in the appeal of the – 
40s and 50s movies, yeah. right? Like yep. they, they were definitely trying to make sure that they had that flair to That's it. That's exactly right. They were trying yeah. to tie in that. Like, and, and you could totally see that. Um, you, you missed some really good payoffs um, because obviously Gary Oldman is playing Herman Mankiewicz and he's a bit of a drunk. And not a bit. He is a drunk. I, like, I don't think there was a bit right there. But, so. but it gets so escalated later on that there are there's some scenes that I later on when he confronts uh, a group of, of of producers, I believe it was. Uh, you just you gotta you gotta stick with that one. You gotta finish it. it. It's worth the watch. You gotta watch it once. If you're into the Oscars, you gotta watch it once because I think this prob- movie probably will win it, cinematography. I can see that. Yeah. I mean, just because of the. Yeah. Um, yeah is but. is Gary Oldman the exact same human being as William H Macy? No, he's not, Clint. <laughs> oh, he, my God. Is he just it. the same? Okay, so a little backstory. Clint hates William H. Macy. No, I don't hate William H. Macy. I just say that he always plays like... Put William H. Macy up here because most people won't even know who William yeah, H. Macy is. Yeah, come on is, now. But... Fargo and all those. Yeah. Shameless, right? Yeah, That's... oh, Shameless. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So Shameless is a thing now. But no, no. Uh, Gary Oldman has some absolutely incredible roles. He was Commissioner Gordon. He's... Uh, he's you got a bug Oh, you got here. a bug right there, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's also uh, uh, what's the movie the the Quentin Tarantino movie where he was the the gangster uh, the one of his first ones True Romance oh True Romance True well, Ro- first, wasn't that the first one that right? was his yeah. first movie I believe uh, and tr- True Romance he played like a gangster in that one and uh, super cool I'm not role. saying I don't like his... Gary Oldman's great don't, I, don't but you, I'm not saying that William you, H Macy you, isn't great you kind of you kind of did you I'm saying put, that they have a little bit of a cheese factor to them they do not I, I think will that not I stand think that. I will I, not stand for this I think that Gary Oldman's uh commissioner Gordon had a cheese factor to it oh Clint <laughs> this is this I'm is, sorry I, I that's that's where I stand I want I want everyone out there to absolutely chastise Clint over this one because this is this is blasphemous. Gary Oldman, you're gonna say is William H Macy. I right. This is terrible. This is like the, this is the worst take you've had so far. <laughs> I'm upset about this one. I can't believe you're even comparing them. Well, hey, we gotta have some arguments somewhere down the line, yeah, right? Yeah. So, yeah. So anyway, uh, I feel like at least my argument is a little bit better because. I am dressed absolutely wonderfully tonight, thanks to Ducky's formal wear in Gelsberg, Illinois. <laughs> absolutely. And it just makes an argument even better when you're dressed absolutely. like this. Absolutely. Next time, we should have brought pipes or something like that, I feel like. I was going to do top, it. I, I, I was going to wear my top hat. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I got my Miss, hair. Missed opportunity. Yeah. Your hair looks nice, by the way. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks yeah. to uh, my, my hairdresser at, uh, at uh, Expression Salon. Yeah, there you go. A little, little name drop wow, there. Wow, look at that. Just throwing it out See everywhere. See Jess at, at Expression Salon. Uh, okay, so Mank, uh, one more thing on on Mank, uh, Amanda Seyfried. Uh, I don't know. If yeah, you, yeah, yeah. She yep. was great in there. Like, yeah. you know, she's she's never really gotten. Uh, well, she she. Uh, I just watched a movie. Wasn't she the one off of uh, In Time with uh, with, was she uh, in time? with Justin Justin J- Justin Timberlake? Timberlake? Wasn't it her? Wasn't, it's that, been years since I've seen that one. So I I mean, if I think of Amanda Seyfried, I think of, automatically I think of uh, Mean Girls. So. No, it had to have been. Yeah, she had to have been the one okay. on In Time. All right. Well, I just uh, the reason why I bring that up, not like In Time's like an Oscar worthy film, but but it's means, a great movie. Great movie. Great concept Absolutely. of a movie too. Absolutely. But uh, we literally just watched it. Like I don't yeah. know. Well, I, I, day, actually, so. I think I saw it on like HBO Max or something like that. I'm like, I should probably just sit down and watch In well, Time again because I'm going to be the guy that's going to Google that right now. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to. Uh, what's our next? Oh, let's talk about Minari then. Have you seen Minari? I have not. No. Okay. So Amanda Siegfried. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful. There you go. Beautiful. There you go. That's a great movie. If you haven't seen In Time, go watch In Time. <laughs> it is a good <laughs> it time. Is, yeah. That's a nice watch you got on there. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, 
Minari. Minari is a movie about uh, a group of, of Korean folk who move to uh, they move from California to Arkansas. Okay. Oh, okay. So that, so <laughs> it's funny because uh, I'm working on a garage at my house right now, and one of the first scenes they have there is they have a divine rod or a witching stick or whatever you call it. Oh, for water? Yeah. 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 So so they're out there with this, and uh, it's. And they're they're talking to this guy, this crazy guy who's just walking around with a stick and finds water in a bucket, you know that sort of thing. And and he's telling this kid, he's giving him this life lesson. He's like, he's like, we're gonna we're gonna grow Korean uh, Korean uh, vegetables here. He's like, but we're not going to use a stick. We're gonna use our intelligence. And we're gonna find this thing. And they do. They start this thing, and they get this great farm or great farm going on. Uh, do me a favor while you got the Google open up. Look up Minari and look up who played the his helper in there. I can't think of his name, but. Uh, <clears throat> um, he pl- the, the the supporting roles in there the the best supporting actor was fantastic. But anyway, uh, just just recently I'm having this done at my house, and uh, <laughs> the the city guy comes over there with these witching sticks. I'm like, here they are again, <laughs> witching sticks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, uh, ultimately ultimately the uh, the witching stick was much more uh, much more accurate than their. Stephen Yoon is in this. Yeah, Stephen Yoon, Glenn. Glenn. Glenn's, Glenn's the main character. No kidding. Yeah, he plays he is- Jacob. He is also the main character in Invincible. Yes, yes, he's the lead voice in Invincible. Yeah, are you caught up? Oh yeah, I'm caught up on Invincible. Oh. Yeah, every well, Friday. That's, that's the a, first thing I watch. I don't have to wait for my wife on that one. I watch that one immediately. That <laughs> is an entirely different uh, podcast, but we will definitely be doing a we podcast on it, one, Invincible. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I, um, I, I'm not going to say fantastic because Chad and I realized that on our podcast. We overuse the word fantastic. So. Yeah, we do. So let's, let's just call it out right now and just say, when we say fantastic, we should be using... We're actually going to get Any a other word. Yeah, anything else. Insert. I'm Invincible not a big fan of amazing. is phenomenal. Phenomenal, yeah. Awesome. Superb. Uh, glorious? I like glorious. Yeah, glorious That's a word. good word. Yeah. Anyway, word. Uh, moving on. Uh, so in Minari, uh, ultimately the word Minari, it's a type, of, uh, a type of vegetable, basically. So they're trying to grow vegetables, Korean vegetables, and it's basically the struggles of of their lives. So there's a, there's a lot of like a lot, a lot of racism that comes on because they're again, uh, a Korean family in Arkansas and trying to adapt sort of thing. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of racism that goes on there. There's also just a lot of, here's a list. If you're trying to figure out who this. Yeah. Is it, uh, I apologize for my, uh, um, this guy with a glorious mustache right here? Oh, he, he, he'd be like the first uh, American dude on the list. So, <laughs> Daryl Cox. I don't know what his name is, but he's also in, in like... Uh, Mr. Harlan? Was Armageddon. I remember Armageddon, the, yeah. guy that, the guy that uh, he, he did for his son. No, that's not well, him. That's not him, then. Uh, Ar- the, kid, the guy on Armageddon. We're struggling here. Yeah, ben so, Hall. No, no. No. Look at that mustache. Anyway, so, so this guy plays on Armageddon. Uh, in this movie, he plays a... Kind of a out there crazy dude. I feel like he should have been nominated for an Oscar for supporting role for his role because him, he, Will Patton. Will Patton, yeah. There you go. He was great. I le- every time he was on the scene, it's like he's great. Will Patton wasn't he the guy on uh, Gone in sixty seconds? Yeah, also Gone in sixty seconds. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He's like one of those like real great guy. A lot of great always roles. supporting, always supporting. Always role. supporting. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But I've I've. We'll probably forget his name as soon as this. I'm going to assume this is a picture from the Postman because I think yeah. he was also the bad guy in the Postman. Um, also, so uh, the the one of the other gals in there. So the little boy plays probably the the supporting actor uh, role. So that's probably why he, why Will Patton didn't get it. But uh, he did a great job, fantastic. Um, but the real story 
the real uh, show stealer to me, um, and I'm going to try and read her name here, and I apologize if I if I slaughter it, but Yu Jung Yon. Okay, so at first when she showed up on the screen, I wasn't real wasn't real crazy about her role. I thought that she was just kind of taking up space, whatever. But she quickly became the whole point of the movie, and I loved it. So she's the grandma on here. Okay. So they're they're struggling, and they need somebody to help uh, help keep the kids in line and, and and take care of the house and all that stuff. Um, while all this is going on, while 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 Jacob Stephen Yoon is is out there trying to raise the crops, and and she's working at a chicken sexing farm, and. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <A> what? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, it's a big thing. Okay. Well, I won't go into it too much, but you have to check or sex chicks at a certain age to see if they're going to be male or male female because the males they basically burn them. Wow. Okay. I wasn't aware of this either, but okay. uh, you know. Anyway. Yeah, it was. It was very. It's they. They never really went into it, but they just showed it that they're disposable, and then they just show a smokestack. So, well, I I reckon that a rooster can't lay he- lay eggs. Yep, they so, can't. They, you know, their meat isn't as good, and they're yeah. and the, so they they talked about that. And it's like because you, you wonder about it, but you never know. It's yeah, like, you know how Things the sausage you don't want to know, right? How, how the sausage gets made. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, the the real story with with her is uh, she reminds me a lot of my grandma Barb. And you, you don't know my grandma Barb real well. Uh, I don't know if you ever met my grandma. Oh yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah. Okay, all right. I right. ran the ball diamond. Come on now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. All right, perfect. But um, her mannerisms, like even the way she sat, like because she would sit with her leg. My grandma would sit with her leg pulled up on the on the uh, chair. She would grab her leg and be playing solitaire on the table, kitchen table or whatever. This woman does the same thing, but she's sitting on the floor with her leg kicked up and she's playing some sort of Korean game yeah. that I don't understand. Um, and she's. She's pretty, she's pretty, uh, pretty ornery at times, you know, just kind of having a lot of yeah. fun. I don't know, but there's a lot of stuff. Even some of her, some of her expressions and stuff like that remind my, my grandma. But she was fantastic. So, so you had a little bit of a personal connection. To I this. did, I that's did. Cool. I told, I told my wife, I'm like, this is, I, this, I really reminds me of my grandma Barb. Yeah. So kind of cool. That's always, that's always fun. I think whenever you watch any kind of movie, like if you have some sort of you know, tied to, yep. you know, especially a memory, right? A yep. memory of somebody. Uh, it just makes it so much more personable, yep, right? Exactly. Because then all of a sudden it's like you're watching that every time she's on screen, you get a little bit of the, probably the case of the chills, right? Yep, so. absolutely. Absolutely. So it was fantastic. I really, I really enjoyed I don't think Minari was a great movie. It was fantastic. Okay. Uh, yeah. it's, it's wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was a great movie. I don't <laughs> think it was a fantastic movie, but I think it was a, it was a glorious Glorious role by her. So, so one of the things that I've noticed, and uh, I, I mean, this is going to be a, a you know kind of a trend that we're going to continue to see. Um, but it seems like the Korean film aspect has been has been starting to see coming over to the states, right, a lot yeah. more. Because uh, we just watched uh, Parasite for the yep. first time. Oh yeah. Uh, holy cow, that movie! It, it's it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely uh, fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> and 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 this 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 woman. Uh, again, I'm going to try her name one more time here. It is Yu Jung Yoon, or Yoon Yoon Yoon. I think Yoon, but um, she's actually like it sounds like she's a huge deal over. Okay. Like, like it sounds like she is what is like she's been the gold standard for actresses over there. So I actually I did a little research on her and, and she talked about how she, how uh, highly revered she is over there, and it makes me want to watch more of her movies. So like yeah. uh, you know it, but I couldn't find any that weren't that. I could get over here, but like there are some that I'm going to keep an eye on and see if I can get a subtitle version of them sometime because they look great. We actually ran into that. Uh, me and 
Mr. Matt Zerman yeah. uh, when we were uh, going through uh, Big Zim. Yeah, Big Zim. And uh, talking about uh, that poster that you got us and we had to yeah. scratch off. Well, uh, there were uh, several uh, Indian films, right? Uh, and uh, I want to say Lagan and Bahu uh, Bali. But Lagan and the Three Idiots have the same actor in them. Yeah. And uh, come to find out, talking with a few folks that I, I work with, uh, uh, Sashi and Rishi, and, yeah. uh, and talking with those guys, uh, that he's a huge star in India, then, yeah. right? And so I think it's really fun to, uh, to, to, to start watching some of these, you know, we, we always call them foreign, foreign films, but uh, it's actually fun to start seeing the main actors that aren't our main actors here in the States, yeah. right? And it's like, no, this guy's the Brad Pitt of India, right? Yeah, so, yeah, so, so a movie that is, is completely subtitled, and you you think you'd miss a lot, and I probably did, I guess. But but three idiots, stupid good movie. That's All one. is well. That's not, that's not fantastic. Yeah. All is All well. Is, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I actually found myself th- singing that song afterwards. The three idiots is uh, if if honestly we're gonna sit here and talk about, of course, the 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 twenty twenty or twenty twenty one Oscars or whatever. But uh, the three idiots. That's actually a fairly old movie, but uh, yeah. that that movie is one of the greatest movies i think you can go watch yeah so. it's a great great storyline stupid too. good yeah. much better than fantastic yeah. that that main actor is i yeah. i get why he is the the star so yeah. uh, another one too just while we're saying this on on subtitled movies yeah. uh have you seen city of god yeah oh yeah yeah ah, another great one. movie yeah, yeah that's uh brazil i believe uh brazilian so yeah i think it is i think you're uh, right. i think no- it's i think it's uh rio de janeiro yeah, yeah that 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 is an amazing movie as well so yeah, absolutely that that's a yeah. that's a dark good movie yeah. But yeah yeah three idiots is a comedy and i you know but three idiots has some dark stuff in it though too so remember, yeah if you remember, remember the- it's the the stress of the guys going to college there's a little oh, bit yeah. of like some suicidal oh, yeah, yeah, uh, aspects yeah, yeah. in well, there you know, so. don't give it away they gotta watch it why don't yeah come on now yeah yeah so so, uh, okay, so uh, next one, Nomadland. You know, here's the thing. All right, let's hear it. What's the thing? Here's what? the thing with Nomadland. Is the thing fantastic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's the thing with Nomadland. The, within five minutes of, of you finishing watching this, every single person jumped on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace <laughs> to just see how much is a van. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, totally agree. Like, I kind of want this lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. It does. I mean, like, I don't know if I want that lifestyle. There was a lot of stuff that was not. Well, yeah, no, I definitely, yeah. But yeah, that van would be great. It's like, yeah, we could go see Bill's there, games in that. There is something, though, incredibly freeing about Nomad Land. It is. And, and, and there is something that, uh, if hey for those of you out there with a bunch of debt and whether it's student loans or a mortgage or whatever right we are all tied to something yeah right or yep. a majority of us are uh tied to payments tied to like i said debt um in nomad land you watch it and it's like it's this freeing free-spirited movement yeah. right where it's like i can sell all of my stuff I can buy a van or a camper or whatever. Yeah, live down by the river. Yeah, and, and on loads of government cheese. Uh, and uh, But I don't have to pay property tax. I don't have to stay in the same spot. Jump from job to job, make enough to, to live well, right? Yeah. Like, I don't know. There's a, there's something freeing about it. That absolutely, I, that absolutely. Was, Every, well, if you have a hard day at work, a stressful day at work, you tell me that that doesn't sound like a great idea. <laughs> like, 
You know, there's no there's no death. There's yeah. nothing. It's, they're just living by the moment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, there is something too, though. Like you talk about that. When I have a stressful day at work, I jump in my Jeep and I go cruise around, right? Yeah. And yeah. there is something like they can just jump in their van and they drive to the yep. next town that they want to go hang out in. Yep, absolutely. And th- and that's and that's the thing. I I think that that was kind of the uh, the the picture they were trying to paint there later on where they had um i think it was her sister where she stopped at her sister's house yep. and her sister had the up and coming seemed like it was a, a lot of money uh great place they really wanted her to stay there but she just didn't want to do that because yep. she likes the freedom of the well world. even even the second time when she went to her uh that that, that boyfriend of hers yep. and uh, he was there with his like i don't know daughter yep. or whatever yep. else right and they offered for her to stay and and she kept looking out the window at her van and ultimately yep. leaves and jumps in her van, right? Yep. Uh, and there is. There's just like this this freeing aspect of it. And I think the part that I took away from that movie is once you do, uh, if you ever made that leap, and I'm probably never going to make that leap, but if you ever did, I think what this movie's trying to tell me is you don't just, you can't just go back. Yeah. It's like once you cross the bridge, the bridge is no longer crossable, yeah. right? Like you can't go back. I I see that, but I also think that that my my takeaway from it would have been that that not everybody's paradise is the same. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, you know, like yeah. I, that would be my ultimate overall thing is like she, what she wanted, what her sister wanted for her, what he wanted, even that changed, and what he wanted ended up being this. You know, like it, the community aspect too was kind of fun, right? But. It uh, was. And and I know like they wanted to paint that picture like these folks have uh, a different style of community, but I look at that. You and I are from small towns. Yeah. Honestly, it's the same thing that you get in a small town, right? Yep. It's it's a hundred people yep. that got together. Just so happened they had vans instead of houses or trailers, yeah. right? I yeah. mean that's 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 how I look at at that aspect. I just I didn't think it was. I didn't think I think they were trying to paint that a different picture, mm-hmm. but again, you and I coming from the small towns where it's like I don't know. So two things. Thing. So two other things I wanted, or three things I guess here talking about that one. Um, directing. I feel like the directing. This would be a good one for directing. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Uh, a little I, bit. Acting was phenomenal. I thought the acting was great too. That's so. what I was say. The third yeah. thing would be Francis McDormand yeah. and the acting. Actually, uh, uh, I forgot the guy's name. It's Ben. Uh, wrote it down here, but. Um, no, David. Oh, David Strath. Yeah, I can't read my own writing. Uh, Strathairn or whatever. Uh, but regardless, he's in a lot of movies, and he was. Uh, it's like, oh yeah, I know that guy from a ton um, of movies. Like, no, I know that guy from like a bit part in every movie. <laughs> every ever. movie, yeah. Yeah, but uh, but Francis McDormand <laughs> is is going to be the gold standard in acting or actressing in America right now. Everything she's Oh doing. yeah, yeah. She's she her her ability to portray a realistic person cuz I think like the the one thing I would state about her is every role there is a similar aspect and that's that she can connect with anybody probably within like 5 minutes of being on screen, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. you could connect with her character immediately and I think that that goes with a lot of roles that she does do. Um, one of the things that I disliked about this movie, um, I, I would say first off, I guess before I get in there, rewatchability. This has this is zero. a zero rewatchability. Zero. Yeah, zero. I I never so want to see would, this movie again. So keep going. But would you recommend watching this to anybody? I know I would. I would recommend watching it. It's okay. a, it, like I said, it's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, just a zero watchability. I'm aspect. I'm not going to recommend this one to anybody to watch. I I think it was a good movie. I'm glad I watched it. 
but I don't think that it would be something where I'm going to tell anybody to watch it. Uh, yeah. You yeah. know? I like people to endure the same thing I did, though. So, you, know. <laughs> you, endure, you shouldn't have to endure a movie. That's what I'm trying to say. My, here's my issue, though, with it. At, at one point in time, you're in a van, and you have no ties to the world, and you can just leave and go. Uh, why is she in a van freezing her tail off? Like, why would you not just go south? Yeah, absolutely. Like, for 100% of the time. Yeah. Like, that one time, they're like ma'am we think you're gonna freeze to death and she's like no i'll be okay i'm like why is this even a thing i totally agree with that yeah like, move with the weather or something like that yeah like you can stay drive you- across mexico like <laughs> yeah. go do something yeah. but yeah. get out of Just the freezing negative zero or follow the ducks zero. man follow yeah. the ducks <laughs> yeah that was a frustrating point to me i'm like i don't even know why this is a thing you oh, should not totally be agree. trying to sleep in a van down, down by, by the, the river, river. <laughs> eating loads of government cheese when it's negative 20 yeah. so okay so uh next next one this is gonna be a fun one promising young woman wow okay so uh out of man i i would almost have to say out of every movie that we're going to talk about here this one is probably my favorite yeah so i would totally agree with that rewatchability not- is a 10 Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah! Like like this is fun. Like yeah. and it's such a so like you gotta realize before we get into it when I keep stating that it is fun, uh, it it's is a dark story. Dark. I mean, there's a there's a lot of darkness to it. Yeah. And and the underlying tone. It's not. It's is, not, is dark. It's not so. even a darkness tone. I mean, it is the darkest movie on this yeah. list. Yeah. When it's, it's ultimately when it comes down to this is the darkest movie on this list. Uh. However, the way it is done is so perfect and so great, and it tells a story about uh, which is a very okay. Let's it's the Me Too movement basically. There's yeah. there's a lot of that Me Too movement stuff here, but it is it is done in such a uh, celebratory way. I guess is the best way I can put it. Where it's I mean, she basically, you know, I mean, it's a it's a movie about. Uh, uh, it starts out where you think that it's it's about um, you know men praying, getting preyed you know, on by women, yeah, preying on drunken women and yep. things of that nature, right? Uh, but it's really her going out pretending to be drunk, Correct. right? Twist alert. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a twist alert, Plot but twist alert. Uh, but basically uh, acting to be to be drunk, um, putting guys in in that situation where they're trying to take advantage of her. And then her basically, uh, I thought she was killing him at first, by the way. Like, okay, so I don't want to go to spoilers here, but you notice the difference in the color in her journal, right? Oh, is that how that yeah, was? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, so like, when she writes your name down, it's one color or the next. So, see, I missed that. The, so, like, there's not, it's the red and blue ink I think she was using. Correct. Like, she even said, yeah. So, like, at one point, uh, uh, Mick, uh, Oh, come on. Uh from Super Bad. Oh, yeah, 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 McLovin. McLovin. So McLovin yeah. was what played a part in this movie and she's like luckily she's like you're lucky because of this, you know, and whatever. And she wrote his name in like the green uh, or whatever it was. Okay, I was taking it. But the first guy the first guy was written in red. And that's where she had like the ketchup like all, you know, cuz like she was eating the hot dog or whatever, yeah. but uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, because that's why I thought I thought she was like killing these yeah, guys. Yeah, until I, that's, she got that's to the way I took. So. Maybe maybe I'm I I've only watched this once, um, but that's the way I took it. Uh, and we're we're 
we're not giving away spoilers because the the I mean it's, it's oh just, no no it's no, the, the precedence of the movie. Uh, it's basically this a, is just kind of the startup of yep, the exactly you know, well, the start this, of it, so. all of what we're talking about is the first twenty yeah. minutes of the movie. Yeah. So um, but, also but no, it, it had a very like I said a very dark tone, but it also had uh you know at one point in time it had a. A beautiful love story, uh, you know, kind of wove into it, you know. Bo Burnham. I kept thinking, I'm like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? I'm like, and I'm like, I can't think of any movie he's from. It's because he's not from a movie. He's just a stand-up comedian. Oh, there you go. It's yeah. like, because I recognize him. Yeah, so. he's like, he's like that that clip you'll see on like a random social media post where you you, you see a video and it's just him saying some funny stuff, and it's like, oh, that's that guy, yeah. know? and that's how how I knew him from. I and and that's what was uh, what was interesting, you know, like you go through the whole story. I really enjoyed uh, their storyline, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, towards the end, you, you find out other things, and it's just like, man, this is taking a turn. Yeah. Just a big turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the, the end of it is is worth the watch just in itself. But, yeah. uh, again, a great story. So Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Carrie Mulligan uh, was the lead actress in that movie. and H- Have I ever seen her before? Uh, I think I think – I keep mentioning my wife in this one because I watch all these movies with my wife, but I think I think her and I had the same conversation, uh, and I think we looked it up, and she might have been in something else that 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 we, but it wasn't anything as 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 big as this. Okay, I gonna say because she I, I didn't recognize her at all. No. So, but uh, I, I will state, like I said, out of out of this entire list, I watch out with uh, with my wife as well. Um, I again, our favorite movie out of everything. I was gonna say, so. I, yeah, I. Yeah, I'm gonna it, probably it, say I'm gonna I'm, I'm struggling to say this, but I would probably say it's my favorite movie. If there's one movie on this list that I say please go watch, it is definitely this one. Yeah, it, it has it has the again it's got probably the the best rewatch. It's got a, a powerful story. It has uh, fun. It's got uh, it's got darkness to it. It's got a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, you got yes. a, got a little bit. Of yeah, everything I, it, I so. loved it. I absolutely love this movie. And that was a, like I said, if there's one movie that we recommend off this li- or that I recommend off this list, at least it's that one. Go watch that one for sure. Yeah. Uh, Promising young woman. So next up we have what I would consider probably the best movie on this list. You're um, going to go with the best movie on the list. Best eh? movie on the list. Okay. I'm going to say sound okay. of metal. Um, I mean, I'm not saying like, I'm not saying my favorite. I'm not saying, uh, the 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 most rewatchable nothing all that aside I just think the best overall content and I'm talking about the fact that the the storyline the acting the uh, the visuals the 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 struggles everything about it I feel like this is the best movie on the list I I, I I'm gonna have to respectfully disagree with you. Um, I I think the struggles on the list. I think I'd still have to go with probably the father with Anthony Hopkins' character. Uh, I I feel probably has has the struggles part locked down. But uh, no, I mean, so so what is it? This is a, a movie about a uh, a heavy metal drummer that yep. uh, that loses his hearing. Correct. Right. Correct. And basically is trying to come to life after losing his hearing. Well, yeah, it's almost like he's trying to. It's 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 that balance where he's trying to learn to. Uh, first off, he's kind of in a denial for a while, and then he's trying to figure out what the best course of action is, whether it's to accept his fate and learn to live with it or try and and defeat it and that sort of thing. And I mean, not, not defeat it, but try and do... Uh, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of questions here that are on a different level than just, than just what's face value, I guess, is what I'm saying. Yeah, because I, I think on some of this, it, uh, there's... 
there's different paths. I, we don't want to give a give the entire story away here. So, uh, but there's different paths that he can take, right? Correct. Uh, and he takes one path, and uh, and it's and he's on a great path and on a great trajectory with building great relationships. Uh, and then uh, at some point, kind of deviates from that path, yeah. right? And uh, and so I think there's always those battles, those internal battles that you have. Uh, trying to figure out what is best for the overall aspect and what's best for you at the time. Yeah, right? best for you exactly, and that's the thing. Like, it, it's it's one of those things. Like, and and I don't know if we're the type of people that can actually answer this because of the fact that we are not in that situation. We're not yeah. deaf or, or yeah. blind or anything like that. But but the thing is, like, I feel like I feel like there's a story to be told. There's a lesson to be learned here, uh, and and I feel like it's a, it's pretty it's a pretty harrowing tale. Um, you know, yeah, I, I can't say, though, like watching the main character, you know, anytime that you're watching a movie like this, especially a, a heavier movie, you always try to put yourself in the in that situation as best yeah. as you can. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, we, we haven't went through those trials and tribulations like that. But uh, I, I would state that I don't think that this character did anything that I wouldn't have done. Right. Like. Like some of the decisions, I'm not saying 100 percent of everything, but I, I think a lot of the main decisions that he was going through and some of the heartache that he was going yeah. through, I could, I feel like I could relate to that. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Uh, I've thought about it a lot of times, like if I couldn't, who, who was the main actor? Reese, Reese, and uh, again, I apologize for I'm slaughtering the the pronunciation because I'm only reading it. Uh, but Riz or Reese Ahmed? Okay, I, it, I thought he did a great job. He by was the way. great. Yeah. He was great. So. I, I loved his acting. I loved his role. I loved everybody in this movie. I, I feel like it was great. Uh, I like I said. I feel like it was the best movie of all. Um, well, I mean, so basically, it was a part of the father um, was somebody going through, you know, like a major transition here and Nomadland kind of put together. Yeah, yeah. I would say that. Yeah, because you've got the <laughs> yeah, because you've got the the cinematography and the acting that sort of thing. Plus, you've got the. The, the 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 struggles there. I feel like it, I feel like it really does hit on almost all of the the spots. So g go ahead. But I, I my my ultimate question is going to be: What would you say is going to win the Best Picture Oscar? Yeah. So before I get to answering your question, yeah. there is one thing I want to say about uh, Sound of Metal, and I've found myself uh, thinking this in actually several different movies. I'm starting to see a, a, a trend in uh, in in movies, which I think is actually a really cool thing. But we're starting to see a lot of sign language being worked into different yeah. types of movies, right? Yeah. Um, this movie is is another one, and I'm like I said, there's actually been multiple ones. Uh, what I, actually, I was thinking of uh, when I say movies, I, I'm also thinking some of the video games. Uh, Spider-Man Miles Morales, yeah, had, had this aspect in it. But it makes me want to learn sign language. I totally agree. I, I you know, we talk about things that, that we should have learned in high school and stuff like that. Like we learn, we learned Spanish or French. Well, those were our options at our school. I don't know what was at your school, but um, I feel like sign language should have been at the top of that list. I definitely feel like that. Yeah, like why wouldn't? Why aren't more people learning sign language? Yeah. Because that's a great. I mean, like if you learn sign language, not only could you communicate to someone who is is deaf. Uh, but you could also communicate to somebody like across the street or something, like, or just in a situation where you can't can't hear or whatnot. I I really like even even someone speaking Spanish. Maybe there's a maybe there's a, a bridge there too. So, and and actually speaking of that, uh, 
it, it, the interesting part about that, they said that's actually one thing to come from the pandemic, right? Has actually been a, a higher recognition of this because if you've seen any political speaker up there, whether it's your governor or whoever yeah. else, who's standing there next to them signing, right? Yeah. And there's actually a specific type of signing. And, and tell me what this is out there because yeah. I can't think we, of it off. Uh, put it up there. Then. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a ASL or something. Uh, yeah, something yeah. Like, my like wife that. would say it right off the bat. Uh, but it it actually has more emotion to it, right? Yeah. And uh, but anyway, the the pandemic has actually brought a higher uh, degree of recognition to it because we've seen our governor with yeah. you know the, the the other person that that's standing there that's doing all the signing, and I think this movie plays right into that aspect. It really does. Which. I would state it probably came out in the perfect year that it should have came out. I agree. I think that the, I think that a lot of these movies are, I mean, so perfectly timed, very relevant. Right? Yeah, very relevant. Yeah. How, how is that possible that like the the, the pe- I mean, I guess it's just predicting the future type of thing because you you see where, the, where things are going. But like these movies are so perfectly timed with well, with with our with our our current climate like yeah there there's definitely several of these that i would end up stating that uh that i think have direct ties to to nowadays right um i think if you look at judas and the black messiah and the uh trial of the chicago seven uh i mean those are incredible racial ties that that we're seeing huge impacts of that right and uh and we're seeing just more and more awareness of, yep. of, of that. So I think same, same thing with Minari though. You look at the things that are going on with, with, uh, uh Asian cultures. Yep. And right now, like they, they have this movie. You, again, you see the racism in, in, in Minari. And then you see like what's going on right now. They couldn't, I they, I couldn't imagine them have predicted that to be part of this. Um, so, well, and we also see this with, uh, uh, we haven't talked about it, but Ma Rainey's, uh, black bottom. Oh right? yeah. Uh, oh yeah, that, I mean that was that's what that whole yeah yeah I mean that's uh that's a in, in you know a, a ton of racial uh, aspects uh, within there as yeah. well, uh, and you have uh, one night in Miami and uh, which oh, yeah uh, we didn't even mention that one like yeah which one. I, I thought would uh, I is can't, it not nominated for anything I mean I'm sure it's nominated for like uh, it's it's not on best picture and I am incredibly shocked that it's not I bet it's so, on an original screenplay or adapted well, supporting screenplay. actor yep. Leslie Odom Jr. is uh, definitely on there yeah so. adapted screenplay so uh, yeah. one night in Miami so, so but anyway so we're talking about all these movies which which one is your pick for best picture so if I had to go with uh with best picture out of out of this I I'm gonna go of who I think's gonna win okay that's that, that, that. Give me who you want to win and who you think's going to win because I feel like those are two different things, especially for a podcast like this. Where, yeah. like, for me, my favorite is never, almost never, the same thing as what I who I think is going to win. I would like to see the trial of the Chicago Seven win. Okay, and I think Judas and the Black Messiah will. I I am almost right there with you. I I think that uh, I would like to see the trial of Chicago Seven win. Uh, sleeper for for the. Uh, uh, um, Oh, not promising. Yeah, promising young woman. Sleeper for that one, but uh, ultimately, I think it's going to be the sound of metal. Yeah, again, my favorite movie on the list is Promising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, but that that's who I that's who I I I want to win and yeah. think to win. You're right, I think, and, and, I think tr- that's and Trial of Chicago go. Seven has more hits more check marks than Promising Young Woman does. Yeah, I just feel like it has a couple things going for it. Uh, being an I, I'm like I said again, I think it's pre- I'm pretty sure it's a uh, Netflix release, so yeah. that would be I I would assume a first of its kind if if a Netflix movie hasn't already won Best yeah. Picture, but I don't think it has. Well, Mo- Roma did. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, no. So take that, take yeah. that out. But uh, the other thing is the star-studded cast of of Trial of the Chicago Seven is just yeah, yeah un- I would incomparable agree. to every other. Yep, I would agree with all that. Uh, like I said, that would be my my who I want to win. Um, I still think that uh, that Sound of Metal will probably win, but. I haven't seen Judas and the Black Messiah, so I can't. I can't disagree. I, I truly think like that's what's actually going to take it. I, so, I'm, I'm upset that I haven't watched that before yeah. this podcast. Then, so I, I think. I think it just. I don't know. I think it's one of the most uh, powerful movies out there. So, so how about how about actor in a leading role? So we have Riz Ahmed, Chadwick yep. Boseman, Anthony Hopkins, Gary Oldman, and Stephen Yoon. Yeah, so I can only speak to uh, to a couple of these. Uh, Riz Ahmed, I I can't give it to him. Um, I, I don't I don't think that I don't think that he gets it. Um, and maybe I'm being uh, too critical, but uh, it, great role. Um, I, if I were comparing him and Anthony Hopkins, Anthony Hopkins wins that all day long. Yeah. Um, the only one that I'm gonna put up there with Anthony Hopkins is gonna be Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. And and Chadwick Boseman's role in uh, in in Ma Rainey's uh, Black Bottom. Uh, it, it was it was great, right? Oh, and it, and great. it was very much a. Um, they did a lot of older playwright feel in that yeah. movie, right? Yeah. Like the way that they would turn the camera to him, and he yeah. says what he needs to say, and the the interactions back and forth felt very much like you were watching a almost like a, mm. a like a live action play. Um, the other thing that I like about that, it also reminded me of. Uh, Spike Lee's um, "Do the Right Thing" um, is wow. is is what this reminded me of. Because, I haven't seen that, so I, I yeah. Well, in in one of the things I remember about Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing," uh, the heat and the sweat was was a was an intense aspect. Yeah, and uh, and that was an intense aspect on Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> you can just tell, like they're wiping away their brow. Same thing with right? Vi- Viola like, Davis. Viola Davis. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to that because we're going to talk about us. Uh, lead actress but viola yep. davis like she should her her boobs then the boob sweat should have got a support yeah. the actress because it was like kayla's like she's really shiny like yep. <laughs> but but that i think yeah. was was a thing again I, I go back to spike lee's do the right thing because that was a, a primary aspect of that yep. so um i i think chadwick boseman's role in that was was awesome yeah. i think that is uh, I got to call called out. It is amplified that that he's no longer with us. Yep. So um, so with that being said, I when I when I saw that he was nominated, um, I'd watched The Father and I'd watched The Sound of Metal, and I thought to myself, man, I love Ch- I love Chadwick Boseman, but I don't want him to get this posthumously just because he's passed on. Yeah. However, then I watched Small Rainey's Black Bottom. It's like I don't know. I mean, like, and the thing is. I think Riz Ahmed, and I don't. I don't think Gary Oldman stands a chance. I don't think Stephen Young ch- stands a chance. Uh, maybe I'm off on that, but I don't. I think they're just kind of additions there. I think that it's down to basically those three. And my opinion is Riz Ahmed. When I first watched that one, it's like, man, it's going to be hard to beat him. And Anthony Hopkins, the last half hour of that movie or whatever, oh, yeah. it's incredible. It's I. I'm like nobody's going to beat him. So- it's obviously Anthony Hopkins. Until I watch Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, it's that, like, all right. I, I I would have to put my top two is going to be uh, Chadwick Boseman and Anthony Hopkins, and I and and number three right there close, but uh, is going to be Riz Ahmed. Um, I think it's going to be between those two, yeah. and uh, I I don't think it will be anybody besides those two. Yep. So yep. I would agree. That's where I'm going to go with. 
All right, how about uh, actress in a leading role? We got Viola Davis from Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Andra Day in the United States versus Billie Holiday. You seen that one? I have not, and I've not seen the uh, Pieces of a Woman either. So. Okay, so uh, Vanessa Kirby, Pieces of a Woman, nope. Frances McDormand, Nomadland, and Carrie Mulligan, Promising Young Woman. I'll lead out with this one because uh, you said you haven't seen Pieces of a Woman. Yep. Pieces of a Woman. Um, I'm going to say that's probably my pick. Uh, or Viola Davis. Viola Davis obviously was fantastic, but um, uh, Pieces of a Woman is about a woman who basically has uh, the first few minutes it's uh her having a baby it's ultimately not stillborn but it dies shortly afterwards and uh it's a relationship where they're, they're trying to build their or pick back up their relationship and it's just a very messy thing but she's great i mean the I'm like in the first 20 minutes you're thinking man she can win an oscar for this one so i, I think i'm gonna go with Frances mcdormand I, I can't. I think, I think that's where I'm going to go I, with. I can't disagree with that. I feel like if she's in a movie, she's probably yeah. worthy. But if, if, if I'm going to, I'm again back to my last one. Yeah. I got I to pick two because I mean that doubles my chances of yeah, yeah. Uh, of being right. Right. Uh, Francis McDormand is my is my first one. Viola Davis is going to be my second one. I yeah. think uh, Viola Davis made that. Is it movie. Viola? I, I say or Viola. 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 I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, she she made the she made the movie though. Yeah. I mean that that. I loved that that character. Oh yeah, she was uh, great. Just very Absolutely. brash and out there. Yeah. And um, Carrie, uh, what Mulligan? Yeah, uh, loved her. Loved. Love. I, w- I would love it if she won. No, I won, I just too. don't think she won. I would love it if she won, but she's not going to. I I, I don't look at that role. So, and and here's how I how I base a lot of this. And y'all out there can tell me whether I'm wrong or right. Uh, I look at folks and I say, can somebody else? play that role and i think for carrie mulligan a lot of other actresses could have played that role and and I, no matter how much i love the movie a lot of other actresses could have played that role and and i probably would have liked it as much um or, or, yeah you know what uh, uh who who played uh, harley quinn why am i uh margot Robbie. Mar- yeah like could have played that yeah and it would have been amazing Robbie, Robbie, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I totally you see agree. What I'm saying, yeah, it's very similar. It's very similar. I mean, there's even, yeah, I could see where you're even thinking of that. Yeah, because- that, but but that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I could see other actresses playing that, which is why I could never. I feel like if you're getting the actor, best actor in a leading role or best actress in a leading role, that means that you played a role that nobody else can play, yeah. right? Like Anthony Hopkins. I look at that role and I'm like, I don't know who would have stepped in there. I so mean, so ultimately, what is your final? Actress, what is your what is it? My, I said Francis McDormand. Francis McDormand is going to be my lock-in. I'm going to go Viola Davis. Uh, Francis, yeah, I'm going to go Francis Mc. Or, oh, no, 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 I'm going to go. I, I'm going to because I got to lock something in here. To, yeah, to you got to lock it. Which one are you locking in? You've named Vanessa lock- Kirby. Vanessa, Vanessa Kirby. Kirby. Okay. 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 All right. Uh, how Man, about uh, actor in a supporting this call. actor in a supporting role? Actor in a supporting role. Okay, so we have uh, uh, Mario. Buck, uh, Bakalava from Borat, the subsequent movie film. Oh, no, no, no. I'm looking no, at no, actor. No, sorry, sorry. Yeah, actor. Uh, actor in a supporting role. Sasha Baron Cohen in Trial of Chicago 7. Daniel Kaluuya in Judas and the Black Messiah. Leslie Odom Jr. in One Night in Miami. Miami. Paul Racy in Sound of Metal. And Lakeith Stanfield in Judas and the Black Messiah. I feel like I slaughtered all those names. Probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. But um, I'm going to go. I'm going to stamp 
Sasha Baron Cohen because I just feel like it's it's a slam dunk there. I don't think. It, and again, I haven't seen uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, so am I missing something there? Yeah, no, I think you are. I okay. mean, I think you're definitely missing something there. Um, I I think. Yeah, I I think. Uh, man, I don't know. I want to say I want to say Leslie Odom because I thought Leslie Odom oh, played. I think an he did good. Awesome. You, really. I don't. Know, I just loved. He it. did really good, and and I feel like you love Leslie Odom. I feel like I feel like uh, a a uh, Hamilton podcast is a, is is a Nashville. We should do one of those just like on a a, uh, a random one. I'm gonna lock in Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah. For Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. He he he's the one that uh, that that played uh, Fred Hampton. Okay. And I think like. You love Fred Hampton after watching this movie, really? Yeah, and okay. so that that that's that's going to be my lock in. Okay, I can't wait to watch this movie. I'm I'm upset that I didn't watch it. Uh, I do want to throw out there though that uh, the Sasha Baron Cohen, his character was also the guy that talked to Forrest Gump in Forrest Gump at the the Washington Monument. Oh no, kidding! Yeah, I'm oh. like I paused it at that at that moment. I'm watching again. Watch it. Yeah, I remember like when he's sitting there. Yeah, yeah talking. He's like, he's like yeah. talk about talk about the war, man. And that's when they unplugged him. And yeah, he, and he's yeah, wearing, you couldn't like, hear anything. And I and and so when you're seeing the movie and you see him speaking to a crowd and he's wearing that that American shirt, yeah. button up shirt. I'm like, I know this guy. This is the Forrest Gump. Yeah, exactly. And I and I wish I would have named his name. Can we put it up here? His name. Put it up there. Right put there. Up his real name. Because yeah. yeah, all right. A big part. Yeah. How about uh, actress in a supporting role? Actress in a supporting role. Okay, so we have Maria Bakalova and Borat, the subsequent movie film, and I love that 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 is that that is nominated because she did great, and and you never see a film like this nominated, but I love that that she is uh, Glenn Close and Hillbilly Elegy. I tell you what, Borat can get a nomination, but I tell you what, none of the Avengers can. Oh yeah, you just can't yeah. get you can't get one of those movies yeah. to get something. Yeah. All right. Um, Sorry, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, uh, Olivia Coleman, The Father, Amanda Seyfried, Mank, Yu Jung Yon, Minari. So for me, uh, before this movie, before all this, uh, went down, I would have seen, I would have said Glenn Close because she played, played a really non Glenn Close role in Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, never seen it, so I can't. Yeah, it's I can't it's not it. a real great movie, but uh, but she she was great in it. Um, I but I ultimately want to say Yu Jung Yeon because, and I don't know if it's because she reminds me of Grandma, but I feel like she carried that movie the moment she stepped on, and one way or the other, she carried that movie. So here's the thing: I'm going to put my stamp. Okay. Looking at this list, yeah. Now the problem is is. Uh, I I've really only seen two on this list, so Hillbilly Elegy I've I have and not Borat. seen, and uh, Mank I really didn't watch, you know, yeah. all that much of, and then Minari I haven't seen either. So I've seen Borat, and I've seen uh, seen The Father. Listening to you on this podcast this evening, yep. While dressed in these fantastic tuxes, brought to you by Ducky's Formal Wear in Gelsberg, Illinois. <laughs> 
I, I'm going to have to go with uh, Yoon Jung Yoon. Yeah, she was great. Yeah, I mean, Yoo Jung Yoon. That's yeah. that's that's who I'm going to have to go with. I, yeah. You sold me on it. Yeah, so. I, 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 hope, I hope that you guys do watch it. If you watch that movie, watch it almost exclusively for her because when she shows up, the movie instantly gets better. And there's a couple that I mean, she's very comical and very. My second one is going to be Amanda Siegfried, just because I I know she's just yeah. A, my second one will be she's Glenn, an awesome actor. My my, my follow up would be Glenn Close because she really did some great stuff there. So I I do want to say uh, I know that we're kind of uh, kind of done here, but uh, as far as for this list, but I do want to throw out animated feature film. Yeah, talk about that because I have not seen any of these on this list. So I've only seen a couple of them: uh, Onward and Soul. Yep. Um, both of them great movies, and I would recommend them to to anybody. I would love to uh, to say I hope to see Onward win it. Okay, really? Yeah, really. Okay, I've heard good things about that. Yeah, I like I, I like I liked. I thought on- Soul would be like the slam dunk or whatever, but like- yeah, so, Soul was a it, it was great as well. But uh, Onward, I think, had more of a uh, I, don't, I just enjoyed the storyline yep. a little bit more, and uh, you kind of have a little bit of magic and and a, a tale that they're going on and an, an adventure. Uh, and you also have Chris Pratt. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, he was, he was campaigning for it to get a, did an Oscar. Yeah. So, so I, I, I think I, I would select uh, Onward. If Onward doesn't win, it's definitely going to be sold, though. So Jamie Foxx did do a, a fantastic job. Um, it reminded me, let, let me know what you all think out there, but uh, Inside Out. Mm. Have you ever seen Inside Out? Mm. You know, absolutely hilarious, oh, yeah, absolutely. right? I yep, loved yep. the uh, that, that's probably one of my more favorite movies, just because of of the hilarious antics yeah. between everything. It's like instead of feelings and everything, now you have this soul aspect. So it's kind of like playing off of that that yeah. piece of it. Um, so I did enjoy that, and I enjoyed that uh, there was a deeper message within Soul, yeah. and uh, and I I liked uh, I liked that piece too. So. Uh, Again, enjoyed it. I just think Onward was more fun. So I haven't seen any of these movies, but I want to. I want to do a complete uh, wild card here, um, just because I saw the trailer recently. Uh, I all I've seen is a trailer, but um, it was literally yesterday while I was watching um, watching something and it started playing. Wolf Walkers. It's an. That's an Apple movie. I have no clue. Never heard of it. It it looked incredible. Didn't you say you watched one of the animated short films, though? Oh, yeah, 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 I did. I did. Um, yeah, so I, I do want to say that, and I think that's how I watched. ended up watching the, the trailer for the, the Wolf Walkers. For the Wolf, <laughs> wolf Walkers? There you yeah, go. it looked really good, and it's a really cool animation. I don't know if it's any good or not, but I, I plan on watching that one before then. Anyway, so uh, I do want to talk about animated shorts. Um, I saw one of these. It is on Netflix. I believe it's on, yeah, it's on Netflix. And that animated short is, if anything happens, I love you. Okay? You said this was deep. This is this is an incredible movie. I almost wish that I would have led with this so that people that are just tuning in, if you're gonna, because if you got twelve minutes, if you have twelve minutes and you're net and a Netflix account, watch. If anything happens, I love you. Bring some tissues. That movie, or that Ooh. that twelve minute video, that twelve minute short. And I, I haven't seen many of these. I've seen uh, a couple of the live actions. I've seen a couple of these, but that one right there was so powerful. And I don't know. I don't think I have to see these other ones to know that that one's going to win. Wow. Uh, Twelve minutes, and locking it was locking it in. Then locking it in, All and right. it is so powerful. Twelve minutes, and it is it is a game changer. Fantastic movie. So watch. If anything happens, I love you. 
Well, I tell you what, you know that it must be good because Chad said it was fantastic. Did I say fantastic? You again? did, yeah. Absolutely. Oh, That's what man. you just said. Man. All right. Next time we're gonna just post a thesaurus right here. I'm gonna start beeping out every time we say fantastic. And <laughs> <laughs> post it in with a completely <laughs> random accent or something <laughs> like that. Just a Creole accent. Like <laughs> is Gambit saying like <sighs> Well, yeah. What's the inappropriate censorship or something that they do, like where they beep out like words that aren't bad, yeah, you know? Yeah. But it makes it sound <laughs> then it makes it sound bad. Like that's what we're gonna start doing with yeah. fantastic. So yeah, okay. Maybe so, we should just start putting in inappropriate words. We should start swearing more <laughs> to cut out cut, cut out, out fantastic. <laughs> well, I tell you what, uh, Chad. I, you know, I mean, just looking at what we've went through here today, I have to. I got to agree with you. And you started the evening out by by stating this. And I'm going to have to agree with this. I think the lineup of this year's Oscar nominations, specifically for Best Picture, yep. uh, I, I don't think there's hardly a bad bad picture out there. No, and 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 again, like 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 we mentioned, is it's they're accessible. Yeah. So like, if you're interested in watching the Oscars this Sunday, I mean, like you can watch some of these and have a great time and just have a have a dog in the fight. And it's it's a great year to watch. To if you've never been an Oscar fan. This is a great year to start. Yeah. What else are you going to do? I mean, dude, we got too much. You can't hardly do anything right now. So watch well, again, Oscars. streaming also leads to uh, easier ways of watching because, uh, especially for those of you that are are married or have a significant other, um, you know, if if my wife doesn't want to watch one of these, but I do, incredibly easy to stream that and watch it, right? Yeah. Like where it's not like we have to pack the family up and go go watch a movie yep. in a movie yep. theater, right? So. Uh, it even gives some flexibility on that aspect, you know, which yeah. uh, I think uh, I think it just makes it easier. I think it just yeah. makes it easier. To absolutely, work. absolutely. This is the and this is I mean this is obviously they extended the, the time frame too, but this is the first year where I will have by the time this is all said and done, I will have watched every movie that I want to watch yeah. on this list. So I, I do have to say we didn't talk about it much. Uh, One Night in Miami definitely worth a watch as well. Yeah, so, I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of sad that it's not on here more. In uh, uh, it is adapted. Uh, was an adapted screenplay so and and uh actor in a supporting uh role i i would state out of uh all of the movies right here in here it would have the the next best cast from the trial of the chicago seven chicago seven i think has the best cast uh one night in miami has the second best cast yeah i would agree with that I would agree with that. I'm going to put my stamp on that. I would agree with that. Uh, Ma, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is uh, oh, Ma, the one yeah. we talk about. Oh, it. We're no, talking it's, about it, it's well, good too. But even, even the supporting actors past, you know, like there's a yeah no. But one night in Miami just there's has not, there's there is a, a there there is a few guys on there that are just they command the screen and it's yeah. absolutely fantastic. I agree. So. And and I'm really I'm really excited to see Sasha Baron Cohen. Oh, I mean we're talking about one night in Miami Miami and those two, but. Uh, Sasha Baron Cohen, seeing him in a serious role was great. Yeah, no, absolutely. And also, uh, yeah. All right, well, I tell you what. With that, I hope that you all have had a fun time with Chad and I sitting here on the red carpet, you know, interviewing all these uh, just, you know, great people that are acting. What time is Jennifer Lawrence stopping by? Uh, shortly hereafter. Okay. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm, that's, that's the whole reason I agreed to do this thing is I want to see Jennifer Lawrence. So. But I tell you what, I do have to say thanks again to Ducky's Formal Wear in Gelsberg, Illinois, for setting us up with some of the best-looking formal wear that uh, that we could ask for. Um, I tell you what, this I, I felt good tonight. Yeah, I feel like they should sponsor every show. This is just should be our our daily. Like attire. this is just it. Like <laughs> yeah. we're just gonna wear a, yeah. we're wearing tuxedos from here on out. Yeah, yeah. There you go. 
Uh, also, I would ask that uh, if you like this video, be sure to like the video, subscribe, and ring the bell to get notified each and every time that, uh, that we put up new content. So with that, the credits are rolling. Lights are coming on. And that's the end of the show. <laughs>